Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here, Elon Daily, Pally Talking Tesla Network of shows I missed yesterday. I drove up to Yosemite, bandwidth terrible, you know, just all not good. Let me tell you about my drive to Yosemite. I think I was telling you, it's about 300-ish miles or more, maybe. And I was a bit anxious about it. I really don't like to drive at night, you know, I've got sort of the refractive error problem with the glasses and the old age, and I don't like driving at night. And I certainly don't like driving around hairpin turns at night. And I certainly don't like to drive when it's icy, and I got to do all of those things. And I had the Model 3, the new Model 3 all-wheel drive, and i got to tell you, I felt so much more comfortable with that low center of gravity, with the uh, torque. It was like, it made what would have been, for me personally, rather terrifying, pretty okay. Still uh, exhausting, and still quite scary, especially when you're driving around these hairpin turns and you see these little shrines to people that have clearly had accidents and gone off the edge and died and stuff. It's terrifying and that extra speed when you need it when there are trucks and stuff behind you doing something terrible and you think you're going to die oh there's so much to love about the electric motor and the torque that it gives you and the all-wheel drivingness delicious to lovely and delectable and let's just talk about the boring company shall we the boring company say that they are 50 percent done with their las vegas tunnel they're supposed to be done by the entire thing i think by january 2021 so that seems like pretty good timing that already one of the tunnels there is halfway done. And if you go on to Tesla Radio or Electric or one of those, there's actually a link to a low frame rate live stream of the site. Not necessarily in the tunnel, but sort of from outside the tunnel. So if you're interested to see what's going on there, um, go check it out. It's not that interesting. Basically, you see dirt coming out of the tunnel and you're like, ah, oh, they're digging things in there. And have you heard about what's happening in Germany? Uh, Gigafactory 4. At Gigafactory 4, there's uh, some people, some environmentalists, they're like, this is not okay. Why are you going to cut down this forest with the little critters and the stuff that live here and ecosystems we probably don't even know about to build a factory? And i got to say, I'm a little bit torn about this one. It's not just about the trees. They've said they're going to take, you know, for every one tree that they cut down, they're going to put in three trees somewhere else. But I get it, chopping down forests to build factories to create renewable energy in cars seems like a bit of a paradox. It's a bit of an interesting thing. So they're actually trying to uh, get into discussion and see if there's a way through this that just doesn't basically involve Tesla trying to railroad this thing through. I think that's really important. I think Tesla at its heart is an environmental company. But unfortunately, you can't make things for the modern world without doing something to somebody's environment somewhere. And so we have to do this check and balance, weigh the positives with the negatives. Is cutting down this forest and then planting trees over there, is that a net positive now that we can build a lot more potentially zero emission vehicles? Is that net positive or is that just sort of more of the same old stuff? Could we cut down an ice-making car plant and replace it with an EV plant? Could we cut down that forest? A forest of ice-making plants would be cut down to make EV? I don't know being silly. And let's talk about what's happened to car sales, luxury car sales here in the United States. So there's a graphic here on Teslarati that shows sales of Model 3, which since 2017 has just gone hockey stick all the way up past 150,000 units. And cars like the Mercedes C-Series, E-Series, BMW 3 and 4 and 5 Series, the Audi A4 and the S4 and the Lexus ES and the Infiniti Q50. And all of those cars are going down. 
Now, there was actually a downward trend, if you look at this graph. There was a downward trend for some of these cars already, but then when you overlay Model 3 on top of it and just the huge amount of sales of Model 3, you can't help but conclude that Model 3 is really hurting those manufacturers. It's nothing that we don't know. It's nothing we haven't talked about before. Exactly how much effect and, you know, over-interesting. But what a misstep by the big manufacturers to sort of have been saying for so long that nobody wants to have a electric car that uh, they can never sell any of these electric cars. It's just sort of another example of people want electric cars. People want good electric cars with good range, designed well, you know, Teslas. So other manufacturers, we need you out there making these electric cars. We need you. We need the capacity. So get your act together. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm going to go to Australia and I'm going to go see the people and I just keep reading more and more stuff. You like the fires just they don't freaking stop. There's these giant forested areas that are just completely gone. 100 percent decimated. It is just unbloody believable. What's also unbloody believable is that people like the prime minister saying, oh, uh, it's arson's really the problem here, not climate change. Excuse me, sir. The problem here is climate change because there's been this increasing drought and the trees are just so dried out that, yeah, arson occurs all the time. It occurs all the time when there are bushfires and whatever it is with human nature that it makes that occur. But now the arson can have an even more dramatic effect. So they sort of couch it as, oh, this isn't really a problem. This is just people lighting these fires. No, this is idiot people, in some cases, lighting fires in what is basically a tinderbox of TNT. So cut the crap. People beholden to the fossil fuel industry, they are going to have something to pay for in the years ahead. We're going to look back in history and say, you sold your soul. You sold the planet for the freaking fossil fuel industry and the votes that it could get you or for the profits that it could make you. And you should be ashamed of yourselves. This has got to freaking stop. We are now so far past the rationalization that I know that you all use. That rationalization that says, well, it's way in the future and by then we're going to be able to fix the problem. We can't fix the problem unless we move to renewable energy just as fast as we can. I'm sorry about your profits. Go build some solar panels or something else. This is not a future thing anymore, Prime Ministers. This is not a future thing. This is a now thing. And this is an accelerating now thing. Get your crap together. I'm sorry that I got a bit upset. My name's Mel Herbert. The show's Elon Dale. It's part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. And uh, we're going to see if Rob and Tom can do this in my absence. And I'll try and do a few things from Australia as well. But if we go a little bit silent for the next few weeks, ah, we'll be back early February. Angry Herbert out.